Hi guys, it's me again, the blonde chick. I'm back. Yeah, I know, it's been more than a minute. It's been a freaking month. But within that month, there has been the drama. Yes, the drama there was. Yeah. Anywho, I got a lot of other things settled too, so. Mm, could be worse. But, I mean, honestly, come on, people. <laughs> it can always be worse. That is why you thank God that it isn't, okay? To, like, just send up a tiny little prayer to whoever it is you believe in. Or the universe, or she, or whatever. Just say, look, thank you. It's not worse. Just thank you so much. It's not worse. You are awesome. Awesome. Okay, because it can be worse. And you guys have probably figured this out about me if you've listened to some of my other podcasts. I like, I would prefer to enjoy or drama, really, from a distance. It's safer that way. But sometimes you end up involved in the drama. Whether it's intentionally or you're just an innocent bystander and you're standing there looking like, uh, I didn't want to be in this. Who volunteered me? I did not raise my hand for this. But, (laughs) no. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just get wrapped up in it. Well, it's just, oh, wow. I've realized in living here for more than a few months that (laughs) I've, okay, I've always been an upstairs neighbor. I always have. For those of you who live in apartment complexes where you have an upstairs neighbor or several upstairs neighbors and you have a downstairs neighbor, I'm the downstairs neighbor. There's no one below me. It's just me and the kids. But I have an upstairs neighbor and it's just them and their kids. And I don't have a problem with children. I actually like children to some extent. And I have to say that because I have kids of my own. And I have to tell my kids, I love you. But occasionally I don't like you, but I love you with all my little black heart. And they understand because they feel the same way. They're like, Mom, I love you so much, but I really don't like it when you tell me. I don't like you when you tell me to clean my room. And I'm like, Feelings mutual sometimes, sweetie. Feelings mutual, okay? I prefer my children to be able to express themselves to me. That way, I know what's going on in their heads. And I want to know what's going on in their heads. And I want them to know that I know what's going on in their heads, okay? No secrets. No secrets here, okay? I go through everything. My kids don't have privacy. You could... Medea, okay? You can have privacy when you get a uh, call, you know, lend a tree, get a mortgage, and move out. Okay? 
that's when you can have all the privacy in the world. Until then, you live under a roof I pay for. I'm going through all your crap, okay? Everything, okay? There's no privacy. So, they know that. I made that perfectly clear. Because I checked the bags. Well, school hasn't started yet. I don't think we've ever gone this long. School starting so freaking late in the month of August. Where we used to live in Louisiana, they've already been in school for like a week now. And I'm like, okay, more time to prepare. Does this mean we're getting out later in, you know, like June? If so, yay! Make that time in between, you know, that summer break time shorter and shorter and shorter till it's non-existent. It's just two weeks. Like, oh, vacation. Two weeks, back to school. Yeah, I'm one of those parents who believes that summer break, I get it for teachers. I do. I really do. But being the fact that my mother was a teacher, did you know, and you probably don't know this unless you're a teacher, did you know that teachers get paid during the summer months? Pretty much the same amount that they get paid during the school year. Yep. Pay doesn't stop just because school does. Uh Uh-uh. The way I say it is, if you're going to teach, you're going to get paid to teach, you better be teaching like everybody else, okay? If the store closes down where you work at, you don't get paid because the store is closed, do you? Uh Uh-uh. You don't get them hours. You don't get them hours at all. You have to find a side hustle, okay? Make up for the fact that your store that you normally work up, your main job ain't, ain't, ain't running. So you got to do a little part-time, you know, get a little side hustle. Be like, hey, man, can I borrow some money until, you know, my job come back? You know, looks like you laid off. So teachers technically get, well, that's what I say. Teachers get laid off for three months out of the year. But that it's paid laid off. If that can, that doesn't even sound like, but that's what it is. That they're laid off or they get vacation time for three months straight and it's paid vacation time. Now, being raised by a high school teacher, teachers don't get paid crap. Okay? They don't. I don't know who lied to you and told you that teachers get paid big bucks no they don't and they have to put up with some really stupid kids trust me I was a substitute for four years I couldn't take it anymore I was just like and then the teacher would be like oh you did such a wonderful job and I'm like how do you do it how do you do this every day for an entire school year like you get used to it Uh uh-uh no there's no getting used to the stupidity up in here how do you do this? Please tell me you have a therapist and you'd be surprised. A lot of teachers nowadays do. And, you know, I'm all for teachers having therapy. They need it. 
you I, I'm sorry but this is what really pisses me off parents who think their children are angels when they're not at home no your child if your child is a heathen when they're at home trust and believe they are a heathen when they're not if your child try their best to act right that's just because you around if you are not around i can tell you that child is not trying to act right that child is going yay mama's gone Woohoo! party party i ain't gonna do what you say teacher get off of me leave me alone don't talk to me clapping back so yeah the teachers have to put up with your children okay you know how your kids are you know you have to yell at them you know they don't do what you tell them to you i tell them 15 20 times or if, if you're from the old school or you were raised old school you got pop that behind a couple of times to get them to do what they're supposed to do or what you tell them to do okay because you ain't standing there telling them for your health or beauty okay so they have to deal with that not only do they have to deal with just your child they have to deal with depending on the school and the population of the students and the ratio of the students to teacher and if there's a student, a teacher's aide or not, they have to deal with up to 25, maybe plus, children all day long. And only one of them is yours. Or maybe two of them is yours. Okay? They have to deal with them all day. And I feel even worse for the teachers who have students who change classes because that means that they have to deal with even more children throughout the day. That means more names they have to learn, more colors that they have to know, like more things that they can, you know, can learn about the child to make the relationship somewhat to a point where the child will actually listen to the teacher. Okay. So. These teachers, and I got cousins, she's a teacher too, she teaches 6th grade, I think it's, it's middle school, I think it's, it's, no, it's elementary, no, it's middle school, yeah, it's middle school, she teaches some, one of those grades in middle school, 6th, 7th, 8th, somewhere in there, okay, and I know the hell her students give her, okay, and I try and help her out, I'm like, girl, you need me to come over and grade papers? You can tell me. I'll come. I don't care. Okay? She's like, no, I got it. I got it. You need help you make a lesson plan? I ain't got nothing to do. No, I got it. I got it. Like, okay, but call me, girl. Call me. I'm right down the street, you know? She, oh, she has literally every... And she has three kids of her own, okay? Can you imagine that? You have three kids who go to school at home. Plus, you have, yeah, maybe 60 kids. No, I take that back. You might have 130 kids that you have to deal with on a daily basis. Every day, Monday through Friday. That's an estimate there, though. Plus, your three at home. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask of one human being. 
That is, um, you don't got no teacher's aid. That is a lot. That's a lot to ask one human being. And you know what? They don't teach teachers when they go to school to become teachers. They don't teach them how to deal with all those personalities. They don't teach them how to deal with um, different children's situations that they might have at home. They don't teach them that. They teach them what they need to know, how they need to teach it, and that's it. And then they stick them in a classroom somewhere where someone can supervise them for about a year. And then they take over their own classroom. That's how that crap works. That's the system that doesn't work. I'm sorry. These teachers, I feel sorry for the new teachers. The, the new ones that are just coming out of school, having their first classroom full of cute little kids, thinking it's going to be all rosy and happy and smiley faces. And then by the end of the school year, they want to pull out their hair and quit. Some of them, some teachers don't even make it through the school year. They quit in the middle of it. They quit in the first six weeks because the kids are so horrible. And they're not trained to deal with that many children. Mentally, emotionally, psychologically, they're not taught how to deal with that. Okay, they have to figure it out for themselves, and every teacher teaches differently. And I, it grinds my gears to a pulp that a lot of the well, I know how Louisiana works, I don't know how Texas works, but I assure you, I have three kids who are about to go to school, I'll find out sooner or later because it always comes back. But I know how it works for Louisiana. The teachers in Louisiana, they have like a set schedule. They have to teach so much in so much time. And that's difficult for teachers because unlike the people who are supposedly running the school system, they don't understand that not everybody's brain works the same. What one child might get in five minutes, another child might not. And the teacher doesn't have the time to make sure the child who don't get it in five minutes gets it because she's too busy moving on to the next thing because that's what the schedule says she's supposed to do and she need her job and then they want to get upset about all these children failing don't get me wrong i'm not stupid and i hope you aren't either because If you went to public school, you already know the public school system is broken. It does not work. It is not functioning at maximum capacity. Okay? It has too many cracks, too many nooks, too many crannies, too many crevices that students who are, are constantly falling in were students who are smart, intelligent, or students who have special needs or who learn differently from others are getting overlooked at, pushed aside, put on the back burner, or forgotten. The system does not work. Now, if we go to private school, the system is a little different, but it's basically the same. You will probably get extra help in private school to make sure you catch up. Because private schools don't have, because they're privately funded, 
they don't have to go by the curriculum that the state school, public schools do. So if they want to go slow, then go slow. If they want to go fast, then go fast. If they want to go by a child's individual learning abilities, they can. Which is why so many parents are trying so hard, breaking their backs, big, borrow, steal, and loan, sell to put their children in private schools because the system, it might not work completely for everyone, but it works better than the system we have in public school. I know that much. Because my mom tried to put me in private school, but we she just, my parents couldn't afford it. It's expensive. Private school is really expensive. You literally pay. Hell, public school is expensive. Okay, think about what you have to pay for school, for your child to go to school. Okay, if you're like the school that my children went to, you have school uniforms. That means you have to buy uniforms that your children can wear for this school year. I mean, these are children. They're always growing in all directions, okay? So, you got to keep up with that. And that's not just that. That's shoes. Okay, now, if you're lucky, their book bags survived the last year. So, you don't have to buy that, okay? But chances are you will eventually during the school year. So, keep that book bag on the back burner. But add that into it. And maybe about, mm, for what I estimate from each child, depending on how many children you have, it's about $35, maybe $50. And if you really get everything on the school supplies list, 60 to 65 maybe even $70 per child. And that's just school supplies, the stuff they need to learn. I remember back in the gap when all you needed was a book bag, a pencil, and a notebook with paper and an eraser. That's it. That's all you needed. Your mama paid your school fees, which was like... Mm, your books were provided for you as was your workbooks which was in the school fees and that was it all you needed to take to school was you your book bag your pencil paper notebook your eraser and whatever homework the teacher gave you the day before that's it anything else was an accessory and I went to a school in elementary school I went to a school where you had to wear uniforms. And I'm not talking about, you know, polo shirt and khakis. I'm talking about, like, private school uniforms. Talking about plaid, okay? We had plaid skirts, plaid vests, plaid pants for the boys. We could wear polo shirts under them. There were no t-shirts. We did not wear jeans. We could wear khakis. We had to have on tennis shoes. Or we had to have nice dress shoes with uh, rubber soles, okay? We could not wear skirts. We had to wear skorts, okay? This, and this was, a, this was a school that had a high school that was, you know, connected to it. Well, I say connected, but it was right next door. And it was the same. They had the same name. One was the elementary and one was the high school with the same name, Okay. And it was uniform, too. The high school students had to wear uniforms. And it was the same colors as the the elementary school. 
that is uniforms. Okay? And your school fees, that little $30 mama and daddy paid at the beginning of the school year, covered all of that. Except for your uniforms. And mama and daddy might be paid mm, 60 bucks. Okay, so let's add that up. 60 bucks plus $30. That's $90 for you to go to school. For an entire school year. Now, if you had to pay for lunch, that's different. But my mom and dad, they didn't pay for lunch. They didn't trust the cafeteria. So my mom made me my lunch every morning. Until I was able to make my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches by myself. Okay? Which was around the age of seven. So. That is, that is what I remember school being like, okay? I don't remember us needing to bring Kleenex boxes, hand sanitizer, soap, wet wipes, pencil bag. I mean, you could have a pencil bag back then, but most of your pencils just sat in the bottom of your book bag. That's what the book bag had that pocket on the front for. That was for your pencils and your erasers, okay? You didn't need a pencil bag. And your colors. Okay? But when I went to school, the teacher provided the colors. She had all the colors from the year before, and they were all in a a basket, and we shared. That's what I remember. That was them teaching us social skills. Hmm. And they're probably wondering why I don't have any friends now. Well, no, I can make friends. I just choose not to. I know, that sounds kind of creepy. Anyway, y'all get the tea. The school system's broken. And the funny thing is, the government knows it and doesn't care. And they're always talking about our children or our future. Hmm. It ain't looking bright. Just so you, I hope you know that the future you're supposedly thinking that looks bright is full of children who probably can't read past the third grade level. Yeah. Who can't do multiplication in their head or division. Just saying. Does that does that sound like a good future for you? Cause I might be here for that. And I feel some type of way. I don't want people younger than me who can't add, subtract, multiply, and divide in their head without a calculator or a cell phone running this country. I don't want them in control of I don't want them in control of mowing my lawn. I don't want them in control of nothing. If you can't multiply, divide, and subtract basic things in your head, no. Oh, another thing. I don't want a child who can't read English running nothing. I don't want a child who can't speak English running nothing. If I can, if someone from another country who understands English but doesn't speak it very well can't understand a word you're saying, that's on you. That's something wrong with you, okay? Because contrary to popular belief, 
the other countries where they speak something other than English? Yes. They teach their children English. They are taught. I have a friend. Okay. I used to work with at the nail salon. He came from Vietnam. He was taught English. He understood English. He couldn't speak it too well, but he understood everything you were saying if you spoke proper English to him. But because we live in a society where speaking English is boring, half the time this poor man did not know what was going on. And I would have to, he would tap me and be like, what, what? And I would literally have to stop and explain to him what was said, what was being done, and why. That's sad when people come to our country knowing that they can understand English, but they don't understand a word that comes out of our mouths. And you know what? That's because the school system is broken. an English teacher in the third grade. Or was it the fourth grade? Yes, it was the fourth grade. Her name was Mrs. Jefferson. I will never forget Mrs. Jefferson because she taught me how to knit and I made my first scarf in her class and I loved her. She was a little intimidating. She could be a very scary woman. She was very no-nonsense. She didn't pull up with all that BS in her classroom. And I loved her for it. Okay. There was very little drama in her classroom. But the real reason why I love Miss Jefferson. I don't even know if she's still alive. But no, the real reason why I love Miss Jefferson is because she taught me how to speak proper English. She was very, very, very articulate. She said, if you do not know the meaning of a word or how to pronounce it, you should not use it. You should wait or ask someone. Oh, she was, oh, oh, don't get to talking in her class and you pronounce a word wrong. She'll correct you real quick. Be like, uh uh-uh. That's not how you say that. You say this like this, okay? And because of that, I under—I I guess you could say I gained an appreciation for the English language. Don't get me wrong. I hate grammar. I hate dissecting a sentence. It is part of the bane of my existence. Don't ask me to diagram the systems. Don't ask me to break it down a sense. No, 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 no. I can tell you what a preposition, a pronoun, a noun, and all that. A, you know, a subject, verb, adverb, all the adjectives. I can tell you what those are, okay? It was drilled into my brain. I can tell you what they are, but the process, it's a, it's a process of dissecting a sentence. I don't like the process. That I just don't like the process. Okay. It's it's tedious. It's unnecessary unless you're teaching it. 
And my mother tried. She says, you love English so much. You love the English language. Why don't you teach it? No, I do not want to teach anyone anything. Because I saw how my mom was treated as a teen. No. And you know what? (laughs) You can actually go to school for three years and be a teacher. But now that I think about it, I probably should have listened to my mother. I really probably should have listened to my mother and gone to become an English teacher. Because I do love English. And it gets on my nerves. <laughs> Especially when I can't do it so much to older people. You know, people who are in their 70s and 80s and late 60s. I can't do it so much to them. But if you're 50-something and younger, oh, you say something out the way, I'm I'm like, um, ma'am, that's not how you say that word. You're using it out of context. That What you just said doesn't mean anything. You know, I, I, I have a bad habit. I correct my children all the time. They hate it. I'm glad they do. I said, well, if you hate me correcting you so much, stop using the, sen- the, the the word wrong. That's not what that word means. If you don't know what it means, Google it. Okay? And I've, I've actually... When I was little, my mom used... My mom, I had strange punishments. Okay? I was not your typical punishments when I was a child. I didn't have those. Most of those was like, clean your room. If you didn't clean your room, uh, you either got a spanking or TV privileges or you couldn't go outside to play with your dog or your friends or, you know, you got whatever, your toys taken from you. No! No. My mother didn't do that. This is what my mother did. If I didn't do something that I was told to do and she came back and saw that I didn't do it, I didn't get anything taken from me. I got something given to me. My mother gave me a dictionary or a volume of the Encyclopedia Britannica because we had all the volumes. And Webster's Dictionary. I had one of two choices. She said, you can either go grab a volume from the encyclopedia or you can grab the dictionary and start from where you left off the last time. Now, with that, okay, that meant that I would be reading the Encyclopedia Botanica wherever I stopped from the last time my mama made me read it. Okay, from that point on until she told me to stop. If that meant a whole volume, that meant a whole volume. And I had to read it out loud. Now, the dictionary was something different, okay? Of course, there was a bookmark at the dictionary at all times because sometimes I would be stupid and choose the dictionary because I just didn't really want to read out loud 
it just seemed like a waste of energy to me. But my mom realized that when I read out loud, it sticks in my brain. So that's why she made me read it. I have to read it or I have to write it. And it sticks in my head. If I don't read it or I write it, it would just disappear in about an hour. That's why I tell people, don't tell me your name. I'm not going to remember your name. Please don't. Now, if you write it down, I'm, if you let me write your name down and I look at your face, I might remember your name, but I know I'm not going to remember your name if you just tell me. I don't, I'm like, look, baby, don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even waste your time. Don't waste your breath telling me your name. I'm not going to remember. You know, people are like, well, how are you, I don't know how I'm going to know who you are. I'll just know. Okay, I have worked around my disability. And people don't think that not remembering crap is not a disability. Yes, it's a disability. It is. I am disabled. As far as my, I am, ter- I, I mean, I have always been bad at remembering names. But I have noticed that as I get older, It is harder to remember names. Like, say, for instance, you tell me your name, okay? I've written it down. I've read your name. I have a a name to go to a face. Now, I have a photographic memory to a certain extent. It's a photographic memory as far as pictures, but not pictures of words, okay? But I'm also a speed reader. I can read up to 700 words a minute. Okay. Weird how that works, right? (laughs) You can't, I don't listen. I don't listen and it's not because I have selective hearing. I just, I'm not going to remember anything. Now music, I will remember. I will remember a tune if I hear it once. I might not know the whole thing, but I will remember the tune. I'll be like, I've heard that before. I can't remember where. I can't remember when, but I've heard that song before somewhere. I like it. Now, I I guess, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'm terrible. And it's a disability. Because it makes it hard to communicate to people about anything a lot of times I just it sometimes it gets to a point where I don't bother talking to people because they're going to want to tell me their name and I'm just like I'm sorry I have no idea who you are but it's nice to meet you again uh yeah that's that's kind of like a conversation kill yeah, it's not. You're building an ice wall, not breaking one. So, but yeah, my mom used to make me write the dictionary. And you're probably thinking, wait, write. Yeah, I would go to the bookmark. And it would be a little dot where I stopped or a line or a star where I stopped. And I would have to stop the word I stopped at. And I would have to get a piece of paper and I would have to write the word the way it's pronounced and the many definitions it has. And then I would have to move to the next word. And I would have to do that until my mother told me to stop. 
those were my my punishments. Now, if I did something just horribly wrong, then I got my behind tore up. Okay, like trying to feed the dog chocolate, which I, I did not know. Dogs could not eat chocolate. Nobody told me don't feed the dog chocolate; it will kill the dog. No one told me this. Okay, I did not know this. Okay. I thought dogs could eat whatever we could eat because our dog ate scraps. I mean, the dog had dog food. Of course, the dog had dog food. We took the dog to the vet like twice a year just to make sure she was healthy, okay? It was our dog. I loved my dog. But I like to spoil my dog, okay? And I was sitting outside eating chocolate. And my dog just kept looking at me. I'm like, you want some chocolate? You want some chocolate? So I was about to hand her some chocolate. And my mom saw me. She's like, if you get that chocolate away from that dog. I'm like, why? What's wrong? Because, okay, you have to understand. This is the same dog that will eat my vanilla ice cream cone with me. Okay? Because I was a kid. I didn't know you shouldn't let your dog. Yeah, I got a whooping for that. I got a whooping for that, too. See, so, see, that's your parents teaching you not to share right there. Try and share your meal with your dog, you get a whooping. Then you don't want to, like, share with your friend. But you just whooped me the other day for sharing with the dog. What's the difference? It's still sharing. No, I don't want that pain right now. (laughs) See, your parents for you know, being contradictory of their discipline. Do I share with the dog or not? No, then I can't share with my friend, right? Yes. What's the difference in sharing? You told me don't share. <laughs> I got a whooping for sharing. I'm not sharing nothing. <laughs> when he would share the TV with my cousins, like, nope, mama told me not to share. Your mama did tell you not to share? Yes, she did. I got a whole whooping over it. Ass. It was sharing chocolate with the Anyway, that's how I learned that dogs cannot eat chocolate. So, yeah, it was a painful experience. Now, if pain's involved, you know, yes, I will remember. <laughs> I think if pain's involved, we will all remember. Pain, fear, or really, really, really happy, happy feelings. You know, like, oh my God feelings but I I don't even know where I start I think I came on here to make a point I don't know if I made my point but if you got a point out of this yay I'm so happy for you because I I didn't get anything out of this. I didn't get anything out of this. But I want to apologize to you guys. Yes, I said you guys. I want to apologize to you guys. Because I hadn't been on here. I hadn't done one since my birthday. It's been a minute. But just so you guys know, I'm back. Revival. And, uh... I will behave from now on. You will have one every week. If I forget, tweet me. 
at Chandra Conway 37. That's also my Instagram. Yeah. You can do that. I also have a Patreon page where, you know, you guys can support me if you like. I haven't really quite figured out exactly how that works, but if you type in Chandra Conway 37, it'll pull me up. It's patreon.com. For those of you who don't know what it is or how it works, it's at, well, I know how it works. I just don't know how it works for me. Uh, It's actually simple, sort of. It's just the way they explained it. I'm I'm weird. So, yeah, of course, it's not going to look right to me, okay? They they kind of flourished it, and I'm like, uh, this makes no sense. Why? I had to kind of ponder it for a minute. But what it is is you go on Patreon, and you become a, a donator, and you can donate any amount of money you you want. You know, you donate a dollar, you know. But it will help me out a lot because since this past month, I've been trying so hard to get like because I'm using the phone, and I want you guys to have better sound quality because I know sometimes you can't hear me because I listen back over these things and I'm like crap I published this and you can only hear me half the time and you'd be surprised that a lot of the times I'm actually yelling at you guys so I know for sure you hear me and it's a lot on my vocal cords it's a lot on I like I sometimes I one time I was yelling because I wanted to make sure you guys could hear me because I don't know what was going on with my phone microphone but it was acting kind of shunkla and I listened back to it, and I was like, crap, they can't hear. Crap, crap. <laughs> and I had a headache about it. It was stressing me out. I'm like, I got to get better equipment. I have to get better equipment for the, 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 the tiny, tiny club of fans that I do have. And thank you so much. So much, you guys. You guys are awesome. Just, I just, if no one tells you that, you guys are awesome. If no one tells you that, I'm telling you. You're awesome. So awesome. But yeah, go to Patreon. What it is, you can donate any amount of money you want. Uh, I think you can choose when. Like monthly, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's monthly. Yeah, I think it's monthly. And it can do it automatically. So once you do it once, you don't have to worry about it. You can donate as much as you want. If you want to do it manually you can and what it does it just goes to help me you know get better equipment so you guys can hear me better so I don't have to yell at you I don't want to yell at you I love you but right now I'm literally yelling at you so you can hear me so get some better quality sound and then I'll be able to have you know oh yeah like seriously I want to have like co-hosts but I can't because the one time I tried oh my god the sound was crap the sound was crap it was horrible it was horrible horrible crap and I deleted it so you guys wouldn't have to hear that horrible crap and we had fun oh my god we were laughing we were joking we were being a bunch of idiots but it sounded so much like crap I'm like I can't let my fans hear this this is just awful this is this is audio 
pollution. Okay, this will literally give someone, you know, an ear infection. <laughs> I'm not letting them hear this. But this will help so I can have co-hosts and we can talk about all the drama and all the crap that's happening in the world today that doesn't make any logical sense. You know, we can all just, you know, wah about it together. Yes, so go on patreon.com. Check me out at Chandra Conway 37. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, that's that's basically how you do it. And you can become a donor. You can also open up your own Patreon page if you want to. If you have your own little gig on the side. Which is awesome if you do. So, yeah. But Patreon explains everything. You get a little, there's a little secret information you know, we talk about a lot, but there's more info about me on Patreon, you know. And because it took me forever and 15 years plus an eon to get it set up because half the crap I didn't know what I was like, what is this? It took me forever to get it set up, but I will be able to post extras. Yes, just for my Patreon members. You guys will get extra crap. And you can ask me questions on Patreon as well. Like, say, for instance, you want your Patreon member and you want me to talk about a certain topic and only that topic for the entire duration of my cast. You know, you can put it out there and I'll do it. I'm that, I'm that simple. <laughs> because if I don't have to think of a topic, oh, <laughs> because you guys know I, I'm not very good at it. I always go off the handle and down a rail or a trail that's not the main road. You know, I'm back roads. I'm strictly back roads, okay? So, just so you But I just wanted to tell you guys that. And I want you to know, guys, I've missed you. I've missed you guys so much. I missed talking to you. I missed venting to you. You guys are awesome listeners. Ting! Thumbs up. Anyway, I'll holler at you guys. I hope you're having a wonderful whatever you're having. Talk to you later. Blonde Chick, out. Tell me what you guys think of my ex... My exit... Whatever you... What do you call an exit tro? Because there's an intro and then there's an exit tro. I like my intro. I'm not changing my intro. But my exit tro, which is what I'm going to call it because I don't know the word. (laughs) I'm going to do that blonde chick out. And have a wonderful whatever you're having. Anyway, let me know. Tweet me. I've I've tweeted some crazy stuff lately. Yeah. And that's at 30, Chandra Conway 37. Check it out. Anyway, peace. Blonde chick out. Bye.